Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. If you were to walk in here right now wearing a bald cap and start saying, my name is Simon Miller, I'm about to give the good bits an up and the bad bits a down, well, personally, actually, I wouldn't be offended because I'd be like, oh, that guy went to the effort to parody me. Don't we live in a lovely world? But I do totally get it. Sometimes we are sensitive sallies and we don't want people to do this, especially if you are in the world of professional wrestling often the backstage drama can be a bit like a powder keg. Hello, my name is Simon from What Culture, the big bald a-hole that everybody wants to come and slap round the face. Welcome to What Culture Wrestling, please hit that subscribe button. And this is 10 wrestlers who really did hate parodies of their work. Number 10, Hulk Hogan. Now if we go back to SummerSlam 2005, you will remember that Hulk Hogan and Shawn Michaels had a match. But what you may not know is that was meant to be the start of three matches. Shawn Michaels would have won one, Hulk Hogan would have won the other one. And then of course when we did get to round three, Hogan would have won that too because that's just how it goes. When we were building up to the debut though, Hulk decided, well one of us needs to be a bad guy and it's not going to be me because I'm wearing the red and yellow again, brother. So after having his arm twisted, the heartbreak kid decided, well I'll do it. And as you probably do recall, one of the way he tried to generate heat was by dressing up as Hulk Hogan and basically acting like an ass. He was also an egomaniac and saying brother a lot, if you can believe it. Even though Hulk had said, Sean, you need to do this, as soon as he started doing it, Hulk Hogan didn't like it. So probably what the Hulkster really wanted is just to get to the ring and Sean Michaels to lay down so he could pin him. Although that's what happened at Bash of the Beach 2000 and he didn't like that either. I think we're starting to see a trend. Number nine, Vince McMahon. Now we all remember when Brody Lee turned up in All Elite Wrestling, he actually did begin his tenure there by doing a Vince McMahon impersonation. Now a lot of people didn't like this, but I can't lie, I did. I thought some of it was quite funny. These were all very wink wink nudge nudge as well in the sense he hated people sneezing around him and he would eat a lot of steak wraps. And given how much stuff World Wrestling Entertainment have done to other people, I just thought it was a little bit, well, you fired shots over here, so I'm now going to fire shots back. But as Dave Meltzer reported in the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, some people in WWE weren't very happy about this. And you'd have to presume that one of them was Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Lee has always took this in his stride, and during an interview with Wrestling Inc. was pretty much like I was. During the intro, he was like, well, isn't it nice that somebody cares about little old me? And of course, as it would turn out, millions upon millions of people would care about him. Rest in peace. He was brilliant. Number eight, Arn Anderson. Now, if you were watching WCW back in the day, you know all about this because my word, when it broke out there in the wrestling news cycle, it got some serious momentum. Now, many a wrestler throughout the years has actually gone to the ring and dressed up like the person that they're feuding with and started to parody them. But if we are talking about those who probably made it popular... Kevin Nash's name has to be at the top of that list. Because on the episode of Nitro, not only did he turn himself into Arn Anderson, but holy flub, 
he went into the point things got super duper personal. Now, if personally you did find this amusing, I do get it. But when you put yourself in Arn's shoes, it's a bit like maybe we're going too far. Surprise, surprise, Arn was not too pleased with this because he thought that Nash has crossed the line and as soon as he got backstage, went and knocked on his locker room door to have it out. Now, fair play to both of them because they did do this over a couple of beers. So what you should do today is you should go and watch it. And remember that all is okay now. I totally get it. I mean, it was like a smoking gun for seven Ric Flair. This does tie directly into what we were talking about, because back in 1997, what we were seeing in front of our eyes was the NWO parodying the Four Horsemen. So somebody was going to have to do Ric Flair, and X-Pac Sean Waltman 6 took it on his shoulders. Knowing everything about the Nature Boy's career, he really went to town on this too, because not only was he wearing a big prosthetic nose, he said woo after every single line and eventually got so over the top with it, he started to laugh. Straight away though, he then transitioned into crying because as you know, there was a period there where if you gave Ric Flair a microphone, not only would he go crazy, but tears would come out of his eyes. Much like Arn Anderson, Flair was super pissed about this as well, although he did make a good point. A lot of his anger came from the fact that the New World Order allowed to do this and the four horsemen didn't even have five minutes to respond. The good news is that all of this is water under the bridge. But once again, go and find it on that there YouTube. Number six, Jeff Hardy. If you are looking for a feud to watch today that is gonna make your eyes go wide and make your mouth go wow, I would suggest going back to 2009 and watching CM Punk versus Jeff Hardy. It really is one of the most believable grudge programs in history because on the one side you had Jeff who was a free spirit and may have dabbled in certain things. And on the other, you had CM Punk who didn't do any of that stuff and judged Hardy because he thought he was a bad influence and he thought he was a bad role model. What really set this over the top is that Punk was finally allowed to be the wrestler he always wanted to be and proved to WWE he didn't need to be scripted. So he was just firing bombs week in, week out to the point you were kind of like, well, I know the rest of this stuff is predetermined something's going on here. They also had this awesome TLC match that you should also track down. But one week later, CM Punk came dressed as Jeff Hardy, had the face paint and all the clothes, and referred to himself as the charismatic enabler. And you know what that means, given that he hadn't run it past Jeff, Hardy was pissed. Jeff would make reference to this down the line when they were having more fights. Once again, I don't think either of them care about it now. Good. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Number five, Goldberg. In 1998, WCW felt like they needed a shot in the arm. So when they stumbled across Goldberg, a one-man wrecking machine who would come to the ring, beat people in about three seconds, all the fans went, oh my gosh, this guy's amazing. They realized they'd found it. Because he was so well received by the wrestling community, people would tune in to Nitro just to watch him. So of course, across the way, the WWF started going, well, this is no good, what are we gonna do? The answer was nice and simple, and you probably already know this one. It was to make their own Goldberg of sorts, but go completely the other way. So they introduced us to Gilberg, some old man that looked like a strong breeze would knock him off his feet. Now you would assume that Bill wouldn't care about this, but actually when he was speaking to GameSpot back in 2018, and recently on the Talk Is Jericho podcast, he was like, I hate this guy. He really made me mad and I wanted to rip his head off. Thankfully Goldberg has also admitted that today he can see the funny side. Can you imagine back in the late 90s sharing a locker room with this man and seeing Gilberg and then looking at Goldberg and Goldberg would be like, oh, I can't handle it. You would just want to give him a hug and tell him it's going to be okay. Number four, Triple H. After Billy Gunn and the Road Dog had left the WWE, they went over to TNA and reunited their partnership by calling themselves VKM. And if you're wondering, yes, they did that because it was the initials for Vince McMahon's name, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. During this time too, they also decided to parody DX, that being Triple H and Shawn Michaels, even as going as far to say that that group was crap until we were it, and their long game was to get Hunter and Shawn across to some sort of promotion and do a cross-company feud. And even today, you're like, what are you talking about? That is never going to happen. They really did start taking some serious shots here to the point, eventually Triple H was a bit like, you're meant to be my friends. Why are you doing this to me? There's a bit of bad blood there. I'll be completely honest and say that I never really got the VKM act. It just felt like it pushed the button too strong. But look where we're at today. Triple H just rehired the road dog. I'm gonna guess all this is done. Number three, Steve Austin. One day, John Cena woke up and he looked at his wrestling move repertoire and he decided, I think I need to add something else into it. And what he came up with was the springboard stunner. Now, I massively appreciate the fact that Johnny Boy tried to pull this off because he could have just done a body slam or something. But the problem with it was, is that 50% of the time it looked great and the other 50% of the time, it just didn't work at all. Obviously, in modern day wrestling, you can't do a stunner without waking up Stone Cold Steve Austin. Because Austin is the man, he had no problem talking about this. So when he was asked, he just went, Springboard Stunner, zero effect. He also went into this during other interviews where he said, look, I respect John Cena. He's one of the best ever, but he probably should stop doing that. And you'd likely have to say, that the rattlesnake was right. Number two, WWE in general. So you could probably throw any promotion in there because WWE has taken shots at AEW and AEW has taken shots at WWE and TNA used to do this and WCW used to do this and Ring of Honor used to do this. But the reason we are going to talk about this particular incident is because the law got involved. Because as the Young Bucks were making their way up the ranks, they started to do the two sweet symbol Probably because when they were kids, they loved it and they decided, well, this would be like a ha ha he he to everybody in the big leagues. 
or so we can merchandise it and make a mint. WWE didn't like that at all though, because they actually sent Matt and Nick Jackson a cease and desist letter saying that this symbol comes under WCW copyright, and given that WWE now owns WCW, well, you can work it out. The Young Bucks are so clever that within about 24 hours they released another t-shirt that just said cease and desist. And you would imagine that these little things would always go under the radar, but not in sports entertainment, because everything means something. Number one, Jim Ross. Now, if anybody watches this video and actually disagrees with what I'm about to say, you are either Vince McMahon, or you need to go take a long, hard look at yourself in the mirror. Because for some reason, the hierarchy at WWE loved insulting good old JR. Forget the fact that he is the best commentator of all time, and forget the fact that during the Attitude Era, he was running talent relations, so he was super duper important. If there was a way to take a shot at him, what we did. The absolute worst of these, though, actually happened on WCW, because after Vince Russo and his writing partner, Ed Ferrara, had jumped ship, they came up with a character called Oklahoma, who would parody Jim Ross, right down to the fact that JR had Bell's palsy. And I'm sorry, I, I, it just bluffs my mind to the point I can't even talk. When I tune into wrestling, that's not what I want to see. You should have sympathy for this man who wants to go through a flipping disease. Ross even talked about how much this offended him on his podcast, Grilling JR. And of course it did. You would have to be a statue to try and ignore this. And if you are a wrestling promoter or you're about to start a wrestling promotion, take it from one stupid fan. This is not the kind of ship that anybody wants to see. So please just don't do it. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.